It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast <laughs> Network. Welcome. It's Monday, May 3rd. We got a big episode. Uh, The Stars are coming back to get ready for the playoffs, the blowout of the quarter century. We're going to ask who influences the influencers. We're going to talk some chicken shortage, and we're going to talk about the Invincible finale. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good buddies, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, guys. How's it going? LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. How you doing, Bubba's? (laughs) How you doing? How you doing? How you mopping him, dude? How you mopping him? <laughs> Saw your uncle yesterday in Texaco. <laughs> and I'm Gardy V, aka Mike. Uh, John's going. If John's voice sounds a little wet today, he's dealing with some allergy issues. And Ty- Tyler, just before we hopped on, made a point that like we're just swimming through flower cum right now. Yeah, <laughs> is, po- pollen is so disrespectful because it's just. Plants are just nutting all over everything, right? It's just, they're just releasing their nut into the atmosphere. Like, hey, not my problem. Lands on you, lands on your car. That's your problem now. Deal with it. It's rude as fuck. And it's so essential, right? Yeah. And then it's so essential to like the fucking ecosystem is plants nutting everywhere. Life is a mystery. We're allergic to earth. That's what (laughs) wilds me out, bro. My throat is scratching because of where I fucking live. You know, the planet I exist on. 
It's some bullshit, dog. You know what I mean? But like for two months, my throat has been scratchy as fuck waking up. It doesn't give a fuck about what I'm trying. Medicine, none of that shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck all of that shit. Fuck, fuck flower cum. <laughs> there's there's such a stigma around getting shit on by birds. And it, like, at least where I went to high school, it was close to the ocean. So it was seagulls everywhere. So like okay. multiple people got shit on every lunch. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Damn, but, bro. Yeah, for sure. But, and it was like, a, I mean, these are like, you know, these are dudes who you wouldn't make fun of necessarily. Some of the people that would get shit on, but it was yeah, just yeah. like the high school is two miles from the ocean, bro. And kids drop food everywhere. So it was fucking hella seagulls everywhere. Um, but we don't really stigmatize the fact that everyone's walking around covered in flower jizz. Breathing you know what I mean? <laughs> Breathing it in through our like fucking mouth and nose, bro. <laughs> Coughing it up, blowing it out our fucking noses, dog. It is everywhere. Plants out here slutting us out, man. Right. Hoeing us <laughs> out. Treating me like a floozy. <laughs> All spring. It's a goddamn shame. No respect for me and mine. Like you having a conversation with your wife and have to turn your head and blow flower cum out of your nose onto a Kleenex. Bro. Out of your head, bro. From out of your fucking head. You're in my nasal cavities. That is intrusive, dog. This was fucking respectful. God damn. Oh, shit. Uh, all right, fuck John, you said you fuck pollen forever. Fuck pollen. <laughs> out here disrespecting, nigga. We trying to save y'all niggas. Y'all just jizzing all over us. John, you said you had some thank yous you wanted to start the show with. Bro. Yeah, I want to. I had some plumbing issues this morning. You know what I mean? You know, I get up at 530. You feel me? And by Sunday. 630. Yeah, right. You're on a, yeah. By 630. I got my motherfucking Burks on and I'm raring to fucking go. Old nigga shit. You know what I mean? And I'm about to make a run to fucking Lowe's. And I'm like, let me see if Lowe's is open. Lowe's opens at 7 a.m. on fucking Sundays. 6 a.m. On, 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 on regular days. You know what I mean? And I'm like, thank you, Lowe's, for like knowing your fucking, you know, the people that patron, you know, the, your patron, people that patronize your shit. You know, what is it? I'm your, I pay, thanks for your patronage. Is that the word? Yes, that's the word. <laughs> okay, there we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, God damn. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. Like, I, I, they're not waiting till nine. They're open for me to get my plumbing shit. I get home. I got my doohickey for fucking five ninety eight, and the shit's for un unplugged. The, the plumbing shit's good in, 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 in fucking two minutes. And I just want to thank you for being open at fucking 7 a.m. on a Sunday. Also, the second thank you is to the youths. Have you seen what they've done with the sheesh? Have you been witnessing what they've done with the word sheesh? We've been yeah. using that so normally for so long, and they hit us with the sheesh, and now they're singing the motherfucker. I was serenaded with sheesh this morning on TikTok, and almost cried it was so beautiful. <laughs> they took it to levels that I never thought were possible. And we talk shit about these young motherfuckers, but this, what they've done with sheesh is ingenious, and I want to thank the youths this thank morning, you. this Sunday thank morning. Thank you, youths. The youths. Jenkins and Jones loves the youths. The use and Lowe's. Lowe's hardware. Lowe's hit us up. You owe us money for that. When, yeah, when can yeah. you when can you where can you buy something that actually means anything for $5.98? Which one is racist? Is it Lowe's or Home Depot? Damn, bro. Is everything racist? <laughs> yeah, I hate regret it this is. One of those I'm supposed <laughs> yeah. to not go to one of those stores, bro. We have a Lowe's around the corner, so I go there kind of no matter what. But we, I, one of them, it was like one of them got caught up. I like forget. supporting Trump or some shit? Yeah, I think so. Oh, 
Oh Lord. I hope it wasn't Lowe's. I worked at Lowe's. I, I'm I'm partial to Lowe's. I like Lowe's too because I like the color blue more than the color orange. <clears throat> yeah, That's yeah. literally why I used to go to Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> Why orange? I don't know. That, it's we're, we're, it's we're, the construction we're, color. It's the construction color, right? You a put the million years old. Orange hurts my eyes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, you know what I'm saying? That Home Depot doesn't know the people that fucking shop there. Lowe's knows the people that shop there. John is just not getting attacked at all corners of the calendars. He's either got fucking flower cum clogging up his nose or he's ducking his head all October trying to avoid all the Halloween signs. Like it's, just <laughs> tough. it's tough out here for my guy. It's tough out here for old nigga. Yeah. Uh, all right. The, the fun news, we finally get to actually talk about uh, the best players in the NBA starting to come back. LeBron James oh, yeah. back on the court. Um, it's that, you know, like the AD's back, the playoffs are a couple weeks away. I don't know that the Nets are going to have five games with their big three, but they're starting to, you know, put some dates on the calendar as well. LaMelo came back earlier than expected. Um, thank, first of all, thank God. But <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Second of I all, I say LaMelo more than anybody, honestly. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I'm more excited for him. I mean, Brian coming back, he said he's not going to be completely healthy. AD has not looked good. He's got put on a poster, like, in the second game, like, welcome back, old nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> bro, bro rode into the stanchion and everything. Like, God damn. Right? He treated him, man, like a bum. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, damn. But, yeah, I mean, LaMelo already got a highlight starting off. He already got a sheesh already, you know what I mean? LaMelo with the three-quarter sheesh. Uh, <laughs> underhanded dime to Miles Bridges was, yeah, I mean, I, I said the same thing, to be honest with you. I mean, I watch Lakers games. I'm a Laker fan, but I have more fun watching the Hornets than anyone else when they, when they have their guys just because he's fun, bro. Like, and it, we, we've talked about it. He has the right attitude about the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's just trying – he, like – he was trying to do something cool his first game back. Like, he, you know what I mean? He understands that aspect of the sport that, like, no one's watching 48 minutes of Hornets basketball. I got to do some cool shit. You know, I got to get some right. clips out there, bro. I don't bro. even know if he was trying to be cool. I think he just plays that way because he just doesn't give a fuck. He's just a fun dude. You know what I mean? That's, that's, I don't even know if he even tried to do that bro, shit. Bro, I, I saw that play, and the main thought I had was, how fucking fun – would it be to be LaMelo, right? Like this is a kid who has just been, who has just believed in himself so much, you know, borderline arrogant cocky. And I don't, like I say, I don't use those as pejoratives because I love seeing that in players, right? The game has been so easy to him at all levels. And then he goes to the NBA where everyone's like, oh, you're going to struggle a bit, you know, you're going to have to adjust. And it's so, the NBA is so easy to him too, right? Like how fucking, like imagine just going through your life at every stage and it's so fucking easy. And that's LaMelo's existence. He thought about that and did the shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet, like, there was no, like, filter. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, dog, he didn't have to throw that shit underarm and slap his fucking hand. <laughs> right? Fucking three. You know what I mean? There are, like, 85 different ways to make that pass that are way easier. And he said, fuck it. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. You know what I mean? That's somebody that just enjoys the fucking game. You know what I mean? Underhanded three quarter court, uh, court pass in traffic under the Undefended. basket for a layup. It was what defended. the fuck? Well defended. 
He made the perfect pass from three quarter court, three quarters court. He wasn't like, like it wasn't like Miles Bridges was cherry picking by no. himself. Absolutely, like yeah, he pucked it over the head of there. a defender underhanded from three quarts away. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. How do y'all feel about Bron and them playing though? Like Bron saying he's not going to be hundred so, percent and all that. I, I wanted that was what I wanted to ask you because that was his quote. He didn't just say yeah. I'm not going to be hundred percent. He said I'm never going to be hundred percent again. This is the know, longest absence he's had in his career. The, mm-hmm. Those ankle injuries fucking suck, as we know. Like, yes. How do you feel about that? Like, I, never again? He's I, confronting his – he said, I'm never going to be 100% again. I, you know, I, 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 I heard the quote, and I didn't take it as him saying, I'll never be 100% again after this. Yeah, it's right. him coming to terms with, you know – with wear and tear on my career at 36 years old, you know, I low-key haven't been 100% for a while, but I'm never going to be 100% again, you know? Oh, no, that no, that no, that's how I took it, too. I just mean, yeah. like, him confronting his mortality, basically, mm-hmm. in basketball. I mean, he's kind of been doing this to, like, you guys take this shit for granted that I'm doing this at, you know, 34, 35, 36. Like, he's made those comments, but I don't think I've ever heard him say, like, I'm washed and I won't ever like I'm somewhat washed and I won't ever be yeah. fully unwashed. Like I don't think but, I've ever heard him say that. He's always kind of mocked like the washed king and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's always kind of mocked it. I think, yeah, this time maybe this first time he actually leaned into it. Like, nigga, no, for real. I'm I'm serious. I, I feel this every fucking day, bro. This shit hard. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? I'm 36 like a motherfucker. I just don't look. It. I'm 36 you know and I mean? I'm a billionaire. Right. <laughs> and I'm choosing to work out four times a day to play basketball. <laughs> I'm not hungry, nigga. You better appreciate what the what you're seeing right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I know those, I know that that like those like, you know, high ankle sprains, you know, rest is what you need. And he's not going to get the type of rest he needs. So maybe he was like alluding towards, you know, him needing a full off season to feel like himself again. But yeah, that nigga is, we not going to see the man that was looking down into the rim. And we all knew that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. Made me sad. I mean, I saw, I was looking at some heat highlights recently. Don't Um, do that. Bro. Don't do that. (laughs) Bro. Just appreciate the appreciate bro. the purple and gold bra, bro. Nigga, I was don't like, look, I was don't like, look at those heat highlights. And man, the thing is, like, we look at Brian, we like, he's thirty six. No, when you look at the heat highlights, he's thirty six, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you feel me? It's a totally like. I'm like the. I mean, the the the, the ease in which he did every single fucking thing. Pull ups you know off I mean? the top of the backboard and shit, like whatever he felt like. Accidentally, doing. like <laughs> accidentally, like you see Brian, like when he's Euro stepping now, he's thinking, like, okay, let me avoid this foot on this nigga go around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before it's just like, you know, it was just so. Uh, the, the <laughs> yeah, don't look at heat highlights. <laughs> right. Don't do it. Don't do it. When you're, like, hey, you know, when it's 1 p.m. on old. a Tuesday, when it's 1 p.m. on a Tuesday, don't pull up those vacation photos, bro. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, exactly. right, right. <laughs> right, right. I was, I mean, I, I was, I was off work. So I was spending time with my sister like a lot last week. So I had some free time and shit when she wasn't around. Let me just, let me, I was just going through this little YouTube shit and found them shits and like, <laughs> yeah. Your boy was hurt a little bit. I was like, damn, my nigga getting old. You know what I mean? It's like looking back at your old photos. You know what I mean? We're like, I don't, I don't I'm, 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 I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. Don't and do it. You see a picture of yourself with your shirt off at 22, and you're like, you're like, oh, what the? F-? Yeah, like, goddamn. I'm, I'm a biscuit out there. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dad for real, nigga. Like, goddamn. Don't look forward. Don't look backward. There Just we go. Live in the moment. There we Appreciate, go. you know, because hey, 
10 years from now, you'll be looking at the pictures of you today going, I should have appreciated that shit. I'm a granddad for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> looking like an old, old man. Shit. You have more hair coming out of your ears and on the top of your head. That's you know what bro. I mean? Like, you know how I did? Come on, man. And that's a fact, though. You, that's not even a joke, Mike. That actually happens. There Dog, I'm Italian. Fucking... You don't have to tell me it's not what a joke. My grandpa it's... had a fucking dense forest coming out of both ears. <laughs> it is so wild. Like, nigga, where the hair is supposed to grow, it stopped and started growing in the most fucking ugliest areas ever. In fucking canals in your fucking head, bro. You know what I mean? Like, hair out of the ears and I can't grow hair on my head? What type of bullshit existence is this? Bro, I might be tweezing that shit. He, he might, might already be there. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. He got a beard, though, so it kind of balances shit out. But for a yeah. nigga like me, that's my worst nightmare. I can't get hair <laughs> on my face or my head, but I got hair all in my nose and ears. Bro, that's an ugly person. <laughs> I don't care how good looking that person is. That nigga ugly. I if, you're bald, that man. if you're bald and you can't grow a beard, but you have hair coming out of your nose and ears, you have to have magical powers. You're, like, you're like a wizard. Yeah, Bro. that has to come with it. Or you got to be 20 years in the marriage. Or you're, you know what I'm saying? And like, ain't no, she only knows you at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> Her vagina curves to the curve in your fucking penis, dog. <laughs> like, y'all fit. You're made for each other at this point, dog. Because if it ain't, nigga, hey, bro, everybody's better looking than you, a better option at that point, nigga. Oh, man. Shit. A milk right. blood with hair out of his nose and his fucking ears, bro. <laughs> That's what you are. Speaking oh. of uh, curving to receive the penis, uh, the <laughs> where are we going with this? <laughs> where are we? What? Yo, let me strap in and see where this motherfucker's going, dog. All right, OG, you taking me on that motherfucking roller coaster ride? <laughs> the Oklahoma City Thunder received oh, yeah. the worst blowout. Oh yeah, they, they definitely took some dick last night in here. NBA history, hundred fifty-two to ninety-five from the Indiana Pacers who set a franchise record with points scored. The 57 point margin is the worst blowout since 1986. The Sonics beating the Rockets. The Pacers led by as many as 67 points. God damn. <laughs> that motherfucker has some, was all Hennessy and a perk, nigga. <laughs> they taxed the boys, dog. <laughs> Shit. Pop the bean, nigga. They going crazy. You feel me? That at, what, at what point is it? I, I, how do you stay on the court, bro? Like, <laughs> it's just Listen, bro. But you know what? I think if you're Sam Presti, if you're the the suits at Oklahoma City, this is exactly the type of ass whooping you want, right? Like, like you want your you want that team to moralize. You don't want them having any crazy ideas of going out there and trying to compete. That's not what this is about right now. We are trying to get those lottery balls, those losses. That's why Donovan and CP3 had to get the fuck out. They fucked around and almost won a playoff series, <laughs> right? And Oklahoma City was like, no, no, no. That is not what we are doing. We want to get spanked by 57. That's the, the path that we're on right now. So, no confusion. I, yeah. So, so this was actually. You want to get spanked by 25, though. Fuck. No. I mean. Nah. 25, you think you're just a bad team. 57, yeah. you know exactly you know, how You know there is no point. Right. Fucking are. There's no confusion that you're just bottom of the fucking barrel and you need different humans. Okay. 25, niggas get whooped by 25. Motherfuckers don't lose by 57, dog. You know what I mean? Shit. Um, the Thunders coach said, quote, it's embarrassing. I'm not going to try to spin that. 
what would the spin be? <laughs> it's a, We're I proud of Alfred. At least he didn't lie to us or something on no shit like that. You know? can't lie at 57. I think at that yeah. point, you can be completely honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the only option at that point. He said adversity. He said we're grateful to be – we're still grateful to be playing basketball. That's a lie. Are you? <laughs> There's a lie. There's a lie. There's a lie. You don't want to be out there. Imagine being on that bitch getting whooped by 57 and then going to the mic saying you're grateful to just be playing the game. Nigga, you lose gratefulness at the, at like 35. You know what I mean? You want to go Indiana, home at that point. By Indiana at that, bro. Right? <laughs> by Indiana. By Lil Sabonis. Like, like, yeah, like, like, like this was in Brooklyn or something. This was Indiana, dog. Like, Indiana spanking the fuck out of Oklahoma. Like, that's corn on corn violence. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that, is, that is potato crop on potato crop violence. The horror in the heartland. <laughs> <laughs> he said corn on corn violence. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, loser, loser has to up the price of their high fructose corn syrup. You know, Sabonis' <laughs> um, so fucking stat line was crazy. Oh, Sabonis had a triple double at halftime. Half. Was it 26, 19, and four? Something crazy yeah, like 29, that. 17, and 14 or something. 14, like that, yeah, something like that. Uh, he was asked if he had ever played in a game that was so easy, and he said, quote, no, not at the professional level. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, like, if they were confused about that 57-point loss and they may have a chance to do some shit, Sabonis said, nigga, no. Like, right. he put the stamp on that bitch. Y'all, no, fuck that. Y'all are the worst fucking team ever. You're a high school team. You are, bro, yeah. bro. You're not Chino, at the professional you're, level. You're LaMelo Ball's Chino Hills team beating a team by 70 points. Right. Like, that's... Right. right, bro. Was like even when I was eleven and six foot playing against five foot three dudes, it was never this easy. Right? <laughs> he said that about an NBA team. Easy, on, easy. But that's why you you get that you you have that stat line. And I mean, if you do that in a fucking room by yourself, that's a lot of work. You know what I mean? And he said it was easy. <laughs> God damn, that's crazy. He said someone told him you need uh, you need two more assists like you know with five minutes left in the second quarter and he was like two more assists for what? He, and then they're like for a triple double. He's like a triple double like it's only <laughs> halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> oh, nigga, that's crazy. Uh, that was not the only eye popping performance. Uh, Jason Tatum tied a Celtics franchise record with the sixty piece nugget special. Supersized, uh, damn, bro. Can you imagine what that must 30. feel like? Yeah, I told y'all Tatum been going crazy over. I mean, he was what, 55. If you look at his stats over like the last, I mean, there was one point where he had like he was probably averaging like maybe close to 40 in a few games. You know what I mean? He was going so crazy, but I just 60 points is a lot of fucking points, dog. A lot of fucking points. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, and they, weren't they down like 20 or 30 at one yeah, point? They were down by like 30, yeah. Yeah, and he brought them back. I mean, <laughs> I saw Shay. Hey, shout out to Shay, yo. We, we love you, but <laughs> that man was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shay, Shay Serrano Spurs. Uh, it's never fun to be the, the other guy Spurs in the fan. story. Right, yeah, right. He's a he's a real Spurs he's fan. A real like, Spurs he's not a pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. a, I grew up here. This is my fucking team. Like, the way I would be if Long Beach had an NBA franchise. The way Tyler would be if Richmond had an NBA franchise. You know what I mean? Like, right. he loves the Spurs. <laughs> I didn't watch the game. I watched Shea's 
fucking timeline. <laughs> I saw the highlights after, and I was like, bro, yeah, I, the, 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 the better Tatum played, the, the more heartbreak. Like, Shay didn't want to talk to anybody about the, the fucking game, you know what I mean? Fuck everybody at that point, but yeah, man. I mean, Tatum just, Tatum is special. And he has these moments. I don't, uh, you know, at times in the year he hasn't looked like himself. Obviously, it makes sense being he was fighting against COVID and taking a fucking inhaler. But he took an inhaler before getting 60 points in a fucking game. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's wild. That's some superhuman shit right there, dog. It's some superhuman shit. It's also a good note as to, uh, you know, now that the numbers are going down across the country for the virus, you see a lot of people who are just like, all right, cool, it's over with. It's like, don't forget. Don't forget. You know, I mean, it's. I know. I, th I think there's a lot of young people out there who feel like this was a an old person's disease, and it certainly affected old people more than it affected dudes like Jason Tatum. But an NBA all world level dude is out here still sucking on an inhaler before playing over that shit, bro. You know, a dude so that put, put sixty yeah, up in an NBA game. Shit <laughs> yeah, for sure. Get your shit, bro. Go get your shit. Okay. Um, we hey, thank fucking God. I feel like we're coming out of the we're coming out of the tunnel that was this NBA season. This horrible fucking NBA season, bro. Signed us up to a podcast to talk about the NBA. Fucking the NBA said we're not gonna be there, ever. bro. What's crazy on, vaca on vacation, it like normally I'm watching as much games as possible, right? You know what I mean? Like, especially, you know, but like <laughs> I took a week off. I'm like, nah. <laughs> it felt it's it's actually felt like work this year. Yeah. Which is wild, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's been pretty sad, but guys are coming back. We're yeah. three weeks from the playoffs. I'm starting to get excited about these playing game matchups. You know, you can, start, on a part of it, you can start looking at the you can start looking at the standings and thinking about what series am I hoping for, etc. Like it's so we're just three weeks away. So that's what I wanted to ask you guys, not just about the Lakers, but as as basketball fans. What matchups are you hoping for as you're kind of scanning the standings? Like we have some really potentially very interesting matchups. I mean, right now in the East, we would have Bucks Celtics in the first round. Sure. And the Celtics are really turning shit on now. You know, they're kind of like figured and figuring it out again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you have anything? Uh, I'll go. I'll go first about the Lakers, just while you guys are getting the standings up. I would love for the Lakers to play the Nuggets. I'm just like praying to God they stay three, we stay safe. I, I think if the Lakers run into the Clippers in the first round, I don't know that the Lakers have had the time to get their feet back under them, etc. But the Nuggets, I know, I know MPJ is going crazy. I know Jokic is the MVP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I would. I mean, I'm hoping for the Nuggets 100, percent but and not the play playing game as you said. How do you feel about this? Are you, are you, do you think the Suns are as good as you as 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 advertised? I mean, are, are you are you afraid of the Suns? No, I'm not afraid of them, but I think that they'll be a tough out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I I'd rather play the Suns than the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like I'd yeah. rather play this. I'd rather play the Jazz and the Clippers. I'd rather Absolutely. play the, and the Clippers. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the yeah. Lakers don't make the finals, in my opinion, they lost to the Clippers. I mean, that's just the way I that's the way I see the West. But but it, it'll I mean if Braun comes out and still looks creaky three weeks from now, I'll probably change my tune on that. But no, we we've talked about that on the show, and that's what for for me, the way I hope the West shakes out is the Lakers Hawks, play Knicks the Clippers as late as possible. That's Eastern basically Conference. what I'm rooting for. You know what I mean? I love watching the Hawks play. I know people, you know, they're not the best team, but they're I mean they're fun as hell to watch. The Knicks have obviously been fun. They've been actually good too, not just fun. 
Bucks Celtics is going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, Sixers Heat, dog. The East is crazy. And we and, and we'll get mellow and we'll get now we'll get mellow versus the Nets. Dog, the East is going to be every series will be good right now. We'll be, at least be fun. The Nets are going to cream the fucking Hornets, but we're going to see Melo playing against the best team, one of the best teams in the league. You know what I'm saying? Melo will make someone <laughs> who's worth a billion dollars take a swing at him. He's going to test somebody. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. A hundred percent. But I think, no, I think Nick's Hawks would be like appointment viewing because the yes. fans in those arenas, as the world is starting and, to reopen dude, back up, bro, will be going are fun to bananas. watch if you're not a fan of them. If you're a fan of them, they probably get on your fucking nerves, right? But like as somebody who's not like, uh, like has no, no, no rooting interest, they're fun as fuck to watch. So. Oh, Clippers, Mavs, yeah, first round. That was fun last year, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Luca's revenge. Right. No, they gonna be no revenge, but he's gonna cook them niggas. But Mavs had the clips on the ropes last postseason before KP went out. Like, let's not forget that. I don't think they'll take them this year, but they'll make them sweat. I mean, yeah, they they, they rely a lot on PG. The pandemic isn't over. <laughs> you never know. Paul George. Never know. <laughs> yeah. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to be honest with you. I'm even looking at the. I'm I'm excited for the play the playing games as well. I mean, because you ended up with. I think the worry was always like you're gonna end up watching the Raptors and the Cavs or some shit in the, in the playoff games. But we're talking about Steph in a playoff game. We're talking about the Wizards in a playoff game with that just like ramming the gas pedal down. You know what I mean? Like those could be really fun, bro. Imagine if we get one eight uh, Suns Warriors and it's. Now that is Chris Paul revenge time, right? <laughs> like, like the Suns. I think the Warriors will be lucky to get one out of there, and I think they probably will. Cause Steph will go fucking stupid, but yeah, that will be a fun one. I hope the Pelicans like get to ten. You know, what I mean, it, it could play the Pelicans Trailblazers three games back. Got to. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that I, if they catch someone, I hope they catch the Spurs because I need the the if the Warriors aren't in the playing games, they should cancel those shits. You know what I mean? Like, they're, I mean, they're, they're going to be. I think. I think they will be. I, yeah, I hope they catch the Spurs. I mean, they're eleven right now. Spurs the Pelicans are three games back of the Spurs and Warriors, and three and a half games back of the Grizzlies at eight. So they're catching one of those one of those three teams. They're not going to catch the the Blazers or. The Blazers basically are in seven unless they just totally fucking collapse. I want to see the Pelicans play the Blazers. I want them to stay. I want the Pelicans to stay in 10, play the Blazers. In so the you want Blazers seven, Grizzlies eight, whatever, Warriors nine, and Pelicans 10. That's what you're hoping for for the play-in. Yep, yep, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. That sounds good to me, bro. That sounds yeah. fun as fuck. Job versus Steph? <laughs> Deep ball and then booming on everybody, like bro, this is gonna be like fucking, you know what I'm saying? Fucking NBA live, bro. <laughs> we we taking it back, you know what I mean? It's gonna be an arcade game. You know those hot takes you post on social media? Well, now you can win up to five thousand dollars when you put those takes to the test on FanDuel. It's a new game called Over Under, and it's absolutely free to play on FanDuel. Here's how it works. FanDuel will set lines on things like total points or three-pointers made during every NBA on TNT broadcast. All you have to do is pick over or under for every prop. 
Your picks could win you a share of $5,000 during every contest. FanDuel is the exclusive home for Over Under, and it's available in all 50 states so you can play from anywhere. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash overunder and sign up now if you haven't done so already. Just create a new FanDuel account. If you don't already have one, it takes less than two minutes to sign up. Then put your takes to the test during every NBA on TNT broadcast at fanduel.com slash overunder. They could be worth up to $5,000. Age and local restrictions apply. See fanduel.com for terms and conditions. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So have you guys heard about the crisis gripping America that we currently have a chicken shortage in this country? No. What the fuck? Never. 
I am appalled at this news. I am appalled and concerned. A combination of historic demand because everyone's making viral chicken sandwiches right now. McDonald's is making chicken sandwiches. And if you know, if McDonald's buys into a product, they're buying a lot of it. <laughs> and problems with the, with the supply sandwiches. chain have coupled to where they are worried that people will be running out of chicken tenders and chicken wings this summer. What the fuck? A summer, a summer without chicken wings? We, will we still have our thighs? Thighs are the thighs are the best part of the chicken, bro. Nobody. I don't knows think there's. That. I don't it's think there's shame. more thighs out there though. I don't think chickens have four thighs and two wings. So I, <laughs> I know I'm just saying, like, if the wings are more in demand, you feel what I'm saying? Thighs aren't as in demand. As long as I have my thighs, I'm fine. Here's what a chicken expert named Ben Kaplan said: "Quote: We didn't have optimal chicken distribution." Some chicken was in some <laughs> parts of chicken distribution. Some ch- <laughs> what, what is this? What is, what is, is this <laughs> Some chicken was in some parts of the world that needed to be in other parts of the world. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what we get. That's the that's the definition. That's where it ends? <laughs> That's the worst explanation I ever heard. There was an optimal chicken distribution. Right. <laughs> what, bitch? <laughs> the chickens That's... were allocated to the wrong destinations. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, what the fuck does that mean? And I can't eat no wings. Yeah. With some of what they got to do with my wings? Fuck you I think mean. he means they didn't expect everyone in the coastal areas to be going so fucking crazy for these chicken sandwiches so it's like you know what i mean what is what is viral shit what's this well, i just mean you know popeyes on? had the whole shit and then now mcdonald's jumped into it and so it's just every it's you know they made a spicy chicken version because mcdonald's always had the mcchicken they I'm, made I'm, a yeah they, they wrote out so they wrote out like three new chicken sandwiches and shit Jesus so yeah. you know what I mean? People are going crazy for it. McDonald's is apparently selling twice as many of them as they thought they were gonna. It's just crazy to me because it's like, who didn't prefer chicken sandwiches to burgers? But it, it seems that like the fast food world has been caught unawares by that. You know what I mean? <laughs> who's who's? I mean, like, I'm not. There's nothing McDonald's can do to make me want McDonald's. I mean, I, I, like most people I know haven't eaten McDonald's in years. Other than like what Tyler, I mean, you eat the McRib oh, when it drops. Fucking love the McRib. McRib enthusiast. I love that, I love that process. Here, that bro, like, your yeah, niece and nephew in the Garabasio household eat McDonald's once a week, and it's their favorite night of the week, bro. That's what. That's why people. People. Really? People forget. So kids. So kids do. They pull still up got like, the licensing for the Disney Happy Meal toys, bro. Okay, so bro, <laughs> damn, infinite. Infinite supply of kids. <laughs> That's what McDonald's has, but not enough fucking chicken. That's crazy. I that? just like, I didn't know kids still wanted McDonald's like. Yeah, that. <laughs> McDonald's and pizza. Kids always want McDonald's, bro. It's adults who grow out of that shit. Yeah. Wow, my my mom. I mean, when I was getting like, it, what, what eight year old? What what, what what eight year old is gonna turn down McDonald's for like fucking Olive Garden or some shit, right? Like, I, that doesn't happen, not. bro. You know, but I mean, like, dude, chick. Um, hey, maybe I'm just old. I'm just, I'm just so old. I don't even. I never, I never. This is the thing with me. I never got the Happy Meal. Like, I was five eating the number one, the Big Mac value meal. <laughs> you feel me? So, like, I, Mom I didn't, was trying to I fatten you up, for the bro. Toys. I was trying to fat me up. I was hungry as fuck all the time, nigga. 
I ate 18 pancakes in seventh grade before a baseball tournament, bro. Eight. I was an eating ass motherfucker, dog. Like it got to a point, like we got, they got to 11 and my stepdad was like, let's see how far this goes. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were like, let's keep making these motherfuckers and see how many, we got to 18. You know what I mean? So like, I wasn't eating, a Happy Meal just made me mad. You didn't want that you little box I mean? with like, the six fuck fucking fries in it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the toy, fucks them six fries, and fuck that single ass patty, nigga. Give me the Big Mac super size with an orange. How you see? a five year old, bro. And, and, and two turnovers at that, nigga. Give me my fucking turnovers. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, so like, I wasn't into the toys. So, like, for me, I'd be like, yo, let's hit Chick fil A. That shit go crazy. I was there for the food. So, I don't understand the kids loving it because I never gave a fuck about no toy. You know, I mean, I wanted to be. So you're the reason we have a chicken shortage. It's just maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It does feel like it feels like a cool joke, like one of the like cursed monkey paw wishes that someone wished like I'd give anything for the world to be back open this summer, you know, and the devil's like anything, (laughs) anything, anything. No, (laughs) the devil goes in. (laughs) It'll be open, but there'll be no wings. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> fucking shit starts burning and shit. People fucking. <laughs> Damn, man. All right, we're we're asking. That's the... up. Summer without chicken doesn't seem like summer. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. that's horrible. I can't believe Popeye set all this shit in motion. They gave us so much, but at what cost? We owe Popeye so had, much I... in regards to chicken. And now look at what. They but cost. at what cost, yes. bro? I had on the way home from the bay yesterday. I had me a motherfucking Popeye spicy boy, boy. and it still goes crazy. <laughs> that bitch still booming and wet out here in 2021. Okay? Shit is wet. It's wet. Not moist. Shit. It's not moist. It's wet. Big shit. It's not moist. Dripping with his own. I, I've been with his own shit. Right. I'm like, it's been too long, man. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> That motherfucker. Oh, wait. Uh, the problem with Popeyes was it was too successful, man. Like every aspect of culture is cool until white people get their hands on it. And they always take it too far, bro. <laughs> Who owns Popeyes, though? Popeyes isn't white people, but it's white people. Well, probably. but at least in Long Beach, Popeyes did not used to be a place you would go and see white people until that, until the sandwich okay, was like sure. people were taking field everywhere. trips. You know what I mean? Like, I got to see what the new viral <laughs> sensation is about. <laughs> to the hood. No, nah, but now the Popeyes I went to was right off the joint motherfucking five, hooked up to a gas station. Popeyes, they done left this, us, This man. is the CEO They changed their branding. That's about right. That's what I expected, right? Is that yeah. what you yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it was it was started by Louisiana white people, and they're their own category, honestly. Like that's true, that's true, that's true. Like the LSU coach Ed Orgar, he's in a whole. Oh. He, you can't put that man in the same category with like Rick Moranis. Like they're two different dudes, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> two different types of white dudes. Yeah, he can't say nigga, but if he said Negro, it wouldn't bother me. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, okay, our producer Adam just sent me a picture of what the founder of Popeyes looks like. He looks like he's straight out of like, blow, blow this motherfucker. Straight up, blow, blow that Zoolander. Straight out of nigga fucking up, Miami Vice. 
Uh, he should not. He said, quote, people like, said you do. can't do that. And we said you can if you're Al Copeland. Damn. <laughs> Ooh. That's a bar. Is he Al Copeland? Is, is, did he, he shouldn't did have he just talk about himself in the third yes. person? That's awesome. He shouldn't have. Uh, this man was definitely doing. This is why Popeyes is so good. This dude was definitely doing cocaine at each Popeyes <laughs> that was opening up. <laughs> More, more cocaine. <laughs> That's what in, in the fucking recipe. He wanted to mimic yeah. that. You feel me? He wanted to bite into chicken and feel the same high when he tooted some shit in his fucking nostrils. Well, you know what I mean? He and he it. created that motherfucker. He did it. That make that because that motherfucking chicken we was running to that motherfucking sandwich like it had drugs <laughs> in it, bro. You feel me? And the way the way I felt yesterday driving home, bro. <laughs> well, enjoy it while it lasts, John. Because we just don't know if they're yeah. going to be able to re-optimize the chicken supply chain. <laughs> <laughs> he really gave us that explanation. Chickens were someplace else, and they were supposed to be here. <laughs> Duh, motherfucker! Now they ain't going to be in my mouth, motherfucker. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, we're going to ask the question that needs to be asked, which is, who influences the influencers? Kim Kardashian just days after John was on the Golfer's Journal podcast, suddenly is now declaring herself a golfer. Mm. The influence... Her mom bought her that shit. The influence continues. You know what influences people? Fucking boredom. People were finally bored enough to try golf. You feel me? And I think, like, bro, because COVID, you could, that was the only shit you could do safe with your niggas is play golf. And so I went out there and played golf and found out the game was fun. What was boring is everything else around it, bro. All the, like, why, why, do you, why do you want me to wear a college shirt? Why? What have T-shirts done to you? You feel what I'm saying? And how, why do people think people with collared shirts are better or whatever? Like, nigga, I got like $1,300 $1, worth of clubs in my fucking, you know what I'm saying? And I gotta get a wear a collared shirt to prove to you, like motherfucker, fuck you. Anyway, I, I everything around golf is trash, but golf. You feel me? And finally, people were bored enough to look look past the shit that surrounds golf and play the game. And that's I think that's why it's like more popular than it's ever been. That shit, because everybody that plays is fucking nerds, <laughs> even fucking Tiger old lame ass. Lame man, lame man, bro. Your coolest golfer is Tiger Woods, bro. That's the coolest golfer ever, bro. And ain't nothing cool about that nigga. You know what I'm saying? He dropped. Dustin Dustin Johnson is the most, the best golfer in the world. Do you know who fucking Dustin Johnson is? You know who he is? Never heard. If you saw this mother, bro, Tyler, you're fucking, you're you're a sports almanac, nigga. And if Dust, you saw Dustin Johnson at Trader Joe's in the fucking, you know, frozen food section, you think he was a fucking, you know, you think he worked at that bitch. <laughs> You'd ask the nigga where the fucking, where the chicken, where the chicken wings were at, you know what I mean? Like, where the chicken? You know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Excuse me, where's the chicken section? Nigga, I'm Dustin Johnson. I'm worth fucking 40 million. You know what I mean? Nigga, bro, everything around it is lame. Is I don't even know how we got here, but I didn't influence her. COVID did. That's Phil oh. Mickelson. You didn't even know that's Dustin Johnson. Phil Mickelson is the, like the third richest golfer of all time, and you thought that was Dustin Johnson. You that's didn't know Dustin who the fuck Johnson? that was. That's oh, that nigga, bro. That's that nigga. He looked like he should be chopping wood somewhere. 
that's your that's your guy bro but anyway if you see kim k on the i don't fuck you, with these niggas if you see kim on the links tell her to come on jenkins and jones bro that was... ain't phil mickelson oh, say that um ain't phil mickelson say he got his fuck on in the master jacket after he won it one year didn't that happen I, like, I like on little or something Phil yeah. is fun, bro. Phil, Phil, Phil don't get Phil be out here built like a motherfucking rainy day. <laughs> you know, he don't give a fuck about none of that other shit. He just play for the love of the shit, bro. Just trying to hit bombs off the fucking tee. That's all he give a fuck about, bro. Yeah, but Phil, Phil is fun. And Dustin Johnson kind of a wild one too. He walked off with a mat after he won the Masters. He walks off. He's dating Gretzky's uh, daughter, holding her by the ass cheeks, walking off the like after he won the Masters, like. That nigga's boy. a he, he, he a wild boy. He a wild boy. That's a wild one. You feel <laughs> me? But I mean, they ain't. But nobody knows who the fuck they are because you have to watch golf shit in order to know who these niggas are. And if you turn to the golf channel, you immediately sleep in fucking fourteen seconds. You know what I mean? Oh golly gosh, that was a hell of a shot there. It got it. You know, within three feet of the, <laughs> who the fuck is who the fuck talks like that? Bitches, fucking twenty twenty one. Anyway, it's your up. world, bro. That's enough golf talk for on Jiggins and Jones. That's, that's, for that's your world. Probably like we gotta we gotta years. go physically <laughs> scrape the glaze off Tyler's eyes right now before we move on <laughs> to the next <laughs> segment. <laughs> that nigga's like a Randy Donut right now. Nigga, <laughs> 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 like fuck. Are we? Talking uh, all right. right so now? we've run into a situation here at Jenkins and Jones headquarters uh, where we really are friends, not podcast co-workers where Tyler and I need to talk about the invincible finale, but John chose to not listen to his friends and watch. I watched it. So he's four episodes away. John, this is your signal to mute. Drop the call. All right. Okay. We can't hear you. Can you hear us, John? Yeah. Can you hear us? I muted me. I don't know how to use this. Just hit the mute Adam, button on your computer. I did. That mutes me, not no, 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 Not on Zoom. No, your, your volume. No, John. John, the volume button on you your please computer. Please leave all this in, Adam. <laughs> I can still hear y'all hit niggas. The, on your speakers, hit the mute button. I, I, st- I pit mute. I still hear y'all. How about this? Unplug your headphones. <laughs> Okay, you guys. You can't. Can okay, so you went. Now this is the worst of all worlds. You can talk, but you can't hear us. Okay, all right. He's really on. Unfl- Say something crazy about John Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking golf boy. But uh, motherfucker, yeah, really the, the, the season finale, man. Golf, <laughs> Fucking golf, man. I'm happy for him that he's not his passion, but goddamn, <laughs> like fuck golf. <laughs> Hey, but yeah. go- golf, he can say whatever he wants about golf is cool, but the people who are, but like, if all the people doing something suck, how can it not suck? Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing about golf is, even if you're remotely good, like, you're not an amateur. Like, anyone who's halfway good is like pro-am and shit, you know what I mean? So, like, pretty much, if you see anyone on a golf course, they're probably trash, you know? Yeah. But they're having fun, so I guess that's what it's all about. Everyone He's says John – I listened to his podcast with the Golfer's Journal. The dude said John – everyone's annoyed at how good John is. Like – Right, and these are people who've been playing this shit their whole life. Right, and he was like, right. you've and only John, been playing – And John just said fuck. Yeah, he's like, you've only been playing eight months, and so you're bombing it off the tee. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the Invincible 
season finale. Obviously, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, we just made John unplug his headphones so you can guess that there's going to be spoilers. <laughs> but uh, what did you what did you think, bro? What did you think of the whole season and, and of the finale? The whole se- for, for one, the whole season is great. Like I was not familiar with this comic book, this storyline at all. So it's been a hell of a ride. And that season finale, oh my God. Um, I had someone put it like this, right? Like they said that, you know, because I tweeted out how I was going to Google up on spoilers if they didn't explain why Omni-Man did what he did in the first episode right. when he fucking massacred everybody. Because I'm not falling for that shit that I fell for with the other show that would not be mentioned where I was invested in, in the theories and the reveals. No, <laughs> motherfucker. I need to know where this shit is going, uh, you know, at, at the very tippy top. And the, the finale did not disappoint. And, you know, I, I tweeted out how, you know, like I said, I was going to tweet up on spoilers if they didn't give us answers. And someone said, Invincible is predictably good. And I think that's a good way to, to describe it, right? Because we all knew that there was going to be a fight with Omni-Man and Invincible. We all knew Omni-Man was going to wipe the fucking floor with him. And that fight seemed still over-delivered, right? It's still over-delivered. It was fucking amazing. And Omni-Man is like the biggest piece of shit I think I've ever seen <laughs> in the comic book world. God damn, he is so terrible. But you, you, you've had it, you, you know, you're familiar with the shit. So, so how did it, what... Did it meet your expectations? Did it exceed? Oh, wait, like when I heard they were, and I, I love the comic book, but it was like a creator-owned comic book. No one who wasn't a comic book nerd knew about that shit. Like, it, so it's yeah. just, it's only, it only got option because at this point, obviously like all Hollywood studios are just, <laughs> they're going deep into the back box. You know what I mean? At the, at the fucking comic book yeah. stores. But no, I, I, I had, when I heard it was being option, I had no, expectations uh and actually just really low expectations because it's such a big world and i was like how the fuck are they gonna put this in and they actually did storylines from like the first half of the comic series basically they just set everything Mm -hmm. up but that's why you look at like you know the guardians storyline it didn't really go anywhere they put that team together just for them to do cleanup in the montage but it's been renewed just for them to just for them to look at omni man whoop invincible's ass and be like Nope. Yeah. <laughs> we are staying right here, which was a, a very smart decision to make. So right. So and so, but I think similarly, like they just gambled with the show. Like we're just gonna create the whole world in the first season, and then either it gets picked up and people are interested in it or they're not. And so I'm excited now. Mm-hmm. They renewed it for seasons two and three. I think they'll be able to like actually sort of play around with all the different characters they brought in. But it, yeah, it way mm-hmm. exceeded my expectations. I didn't think they'd be able to to put that story into uh, eight episodes and have it go as well as it did. Um, obviously the right decision to have the, you know, Mark and his dad storyline is kind of the emotional center of it. But I, I actually thought, honestly, a lot of it was better than the, the cool thing about the comic was it was just like a dude and his friend made this comic. And it was like, you could tell some of the stuff is inspired by, you know, the justice league is, and you could tell like Mark's storyline yeah. was like, the guy who wrote it, Robert Kirkman is like a huge Spider-Man fan. So he was like just doing his Spider-Man mm-hmm. with better powers or whatever. But then it turned into this just big, awesome other thing. And so while the show doesn't necessarily have that, I think it did keep that energy of like, this is just yeah. fun and new and it's paying tribute to this shit, but not in a boring way, you know, or even like the boys, like it's not boring, but it's very predictable that it's like superheroes, but bad. Right. And, right, and right. so like, I like the invincible is more nuanced than that. It's like, no, nah, man, the, the kid, 
responds more or less the way I think we you'd respond. He may, he keeps it a secret from his girlfriend. He's a superhero until he needs to keep her from breaking up with him. You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. And and um and you know his name being invincible and he gets his ass whooped all the fucking time. <laughs> like like I feel like you know how how that's a nickname. Like you've seen a, a tall guy who everyone nicknamed Shorty or something. Like I feel like that's what he's got going on. Like like how Debo's name was like Tiny Lester. I was about to say he's like a fat dude named Tiny. Tiny for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like that, that, that's where he's at right about there. He got to earn that motherfucking I in because he's very invincible right now. <laughs> Get his ass beat. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for John to see the to see the finale. I will say I didn't think they were going to go as far with the finale as they did. I mean, they really like Shar had to kind of mm. cringe away from the screen a couple of times when. He- oh my god, that fucking train scene! God damn, what the fuck? The train scene Ugh. was crazy. I'm gonna use yeah. you as the windshield to smush all these people <laughs> against like bugs right, to murder motherfuckers, and I want you to have the front row seat. Or while you watch everyone who I'm making you murder. Right. <laughs> man is a sick motherfucker, man. Yeah, for sure. And then just like fucking peaced out. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm excited it was renewed for the next couple. And I'm I'm glad you checked it out. It, it was just weird. It was like, oh, they're doing Invincible. Okay, like hopefully they don't fuck it up, but they probably will. And then it was like the first episode mm-hmm. was on. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. I was like, oh shit. They really and like some of the stuff is like panel by panel from the comics, like the scene where he realizes he had his powers because he threw the trash bag into outer space uh, that was like exactly the framing and the picture from the comic book like it was just yeah it was awesome all right john is john, john's but john's back we just spent the last 10 minutes just talking about how much we hate golf basically so yeah that's cool i don't fuck with golf yeah. i just i like you know what i mean like i don't i don't fuck with golf shit i just like playing it you know what i mean I'm kidding. We talked about Invisible, obviously, but you should definitely finish the show so we can talk about it. <laughs> so we can talk about it with you, too. Uh, okay, I think that's it. That's all our time for this episode. Uh, we will be back on Thursday with another big episode and uh, stick around. Keep hitting subscribing and liking all of the five stars and sharing it to all of your friendlies. And, uh, and how many, how many, how many, how many? <laughs> what the fuck is nigga? Bye now. <laughs> Shit. It's Sunday Bye. like a motherfucker. Bye. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff died back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.